0: Welcome to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I'm Kenya,
1: and I'm Shan, and and we we are are the Kings. Kings. Happy Monday. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule this evening to join us. We greatly appreciate it. We want to welcome you here to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. We want to let you know that Marriage Mondays with the Kings is brought to you by our sponsors. First up, we have Hope which is helping our patriots evolve. This is a space for all veterans and their loved ones to come and feel like they are accepted and understood. Veterans around the globe suffer every day from a pain they can't escape. Hope offers encouragement for those who are searching for a place to connect. It is our passion to help all veterans and their families regain their lives. Within every member of our network is the knowledge of their resiliency. Let us be a supportive resource as you travel along your journey. Hope is not for mental health services, for that, you will have to find a supportive mental health resource within your community or at your local Veteran Health Administration. For more information, please visit their website at www.hopeveteranstrong.com. Then we have Christian Humor force slash Inspiration. This is a group that's designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. If you are into social media, please check them out simply by going to search them on Facebook at Christian Humor force slash Inspiration. Now, we're going to open up with a word of prayer. So, we're going to ask if you can safely do so to bow your head. If you're listening in with your spouse or your family, if each one of you can grab each other's hands as we go to the Lord in prayer. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for another day, dear God. We thank you for the very breath in our body. We thank you for waking up on this morning, dear God. We do not take it for granted, dear God, because we know there are many who did not, Heavenly Father. We thank you for just giving us life, dear God. We're praying right now in the name of Jesus, dear God, for positivity, Heavenly Father, for a renewed mind, dear God. Dear God, anything that the enemy tries to bring our way this year, Heavenly Father, we ask that you would just be in the midst, dear God, that you would just stop it at the head, Heavenly Father. We ask that you would just help each and every one of us, that when we start to think negative thoughts, dear God, that you would just kind of check us right there, and let us be reminded how blessed we are, dear God, just having life in itself, Heavenly Father. We continue to live marriages up to you, dear God. We ask that you would just continue to have your way. We thank you, dear God, for all the marriages, dear God, that you you were you were invited into. Let me say, dear God, that, that those husbands and wives, dear God, who invited you in to help with any problems that they may have or that they may be going through in their marriage, dear God, who fell down to their knees together, dear God, and went before you in prayer, asking that you would just come in and just help them, dear God, to love one another on a deeper level, Heavenly Father. We thank you so much for the positive couples, dear God, that is out there that are choosing, dear God, to fight for their marriage, dear God, that are choosing, dear God, to allow you to show them what a marriage is, Heavenly Father, that are getting into their word together, that are praying together, dear God. Dear God, anybody who is in an abusive situation, dear God, we pray protection for them right now in the name of Jesus, dear God. We pray a way of escape, dear God, because we know that you did not ordain for marriage to be that way, Heavenly Father. We ask, dear God, that you would just continue to cover KRGN 98.5 FM, Heavenly Father, and not only the radio station, dear God, that we would just reach individuals around the world, everyone who speaks over the mic, dear God, that we would say that that which you desire to be said, dear God, so another can be lifted up, Heavenly Father. We ask a special prayer for marriage Mondays with the Kings. We ask that Kenya and I continue to just walk in the way that you see fit for our lives. You continue to order our steps. You continue to speak through us that a word may be said, dear God, that would affect change for the better in marriage, dear God. We pray, dear God, that individuals will learn to take marriage seriously as everything else that they do in their life, dear God, knowing that it is an investment, knowing that it can be a good thing. It is a good thing, despite what the world may say. Heavenly Father, this topic that is spoken on today, dear God, we ask that it would just reach the masses as you see fit. Definitely reaching those who need to hear it, dear God. Thank you for all that you have been doing in our lives and everything that you are going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. And our foundational uh, scripture for the show is Matthew, the ninth chapter and sixth verse. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God is joined together, let no one separate.
1: And our motto here for Marriage Mondays with the Kings is helping to build stronger marriages, which lead to stronger families and stronger communities.
0: And so, as we go further into the show, we want to, of course, give thanks to those individuals who continue to support Marriage Mondays with the Kings. So, we want to start off in Colleen, Texas, and we're sending a big shout out to Joe Walker. So, Joe, uh, thank you so much for being yes, a supporter. Thank you. Also, all the way over in Suffolk, Virginia. Mickey Brown. So, Mickey, thank you so much for supporting yes, us. And you. then we're going to jump all the way halfway around the world, if you will, in Johannesburg, South Africa, and send a big shout out to Kutso Sapuru. So, Kutso, thank you so much for being yes. a supporter. <laughs> so, we want to thank those three individuals, but for everyone that supports KRGN and uh, 98.5 FM, thank you so much for your support. We ask for your continued prayers and support as this word goes forth and hopefully does what we. Um, have been instructed uh, to do and follow along with, that God will continue to bless your marriage, that He will see you through for many, many anniversaries uh, to come. Mm-hmm. And so speaking of anniversaries, uh, we want to jump down and really start talking about those. You guys know we really love to support and give shout-outs for our anniversaries. And so we're going to start off in Killeen, Texas. Uh, pretty much all three are from Killeen, Texas. <laughs> yes. And so to Jamie and Aisha Blunt, uh, they uh, celebrated 28 years. Wow. On the wow. 6th of January. Mm-mm-mm. Also, Tarondel and Tamisha Grace, uh, also in Clean, Texas, they celebrated 17 years on the 8th of January. Yes. And also on the 8th of January, celebrating 26 years, wow. is Henry and Annette Dozier. Uh, Once again, all three individuals uh, here in the Central Texas area of Clean, Texas, uh, celebrating a wide variety of years there. So we just want to say happy anniversary to those three couples, but not only them. If you're celebrating the anniversary, uh, happy anniversary, and we ask that God continues to bless you with many more.
1: Yes, yes, congratulations. So we want to let you know that views expressed on our show are those of the host guests, callers, and are not necessarily those of KRGN 98.5 FM, its management, or other advertisers. KRGN 98.5 FM holds no responsibility for the validity or accuracy of information on this show. And
0: our Marriage Mondays with the Kings disclaimer. Please keep in mind that although we are counseling professionals, the information shared on our radio show is for ministry and educational purposes only. Also note, the topics discussed are reflective of supporters who contact us desiring to have a deeper knowledge of these topics. No information is shared on our show based upon our counseling experiences. Topics are for the encouragement of marriages, families, and communities as God desires for us to minister.
1: And so last week here on Marriage Mondays with the Kings, our radio show was titled marriage, New Year's resolution. That was an amazing show because we basically spoke about how in a sense you're starting off the new year in regards to your marriage and what are some of the things that you are doing that you need to do or can do better. And so if you missed out on that show, please go to our website at www.marriagemondayswiththekings.com. Simply click on the listen here tab and there's a myriad of ways in which you can listen in.
0: And moving on uh, to today's topic will be receiving wise counsel when it comes to your marriage. Once again, today's topic is receiving wise counsel when it comes to your marriage.
1: And so the question of the week is this. Why do married couples rather divorce than receive wife's counsel to help save their marriage? Again, why do married couples rather divorce than receive wise counsel to help with their marriage?
0: You know, as, as we go into this topic... um one of the things that individuals really have to be able to understand or couples have to be able to understand is, you know, going back to our foundational scripture of Matthew, the 19th chapter and the 6th verse. And it says they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Mm-hmm. And so what we have to understand is that when the two are trying to become one, it's not going to be met uh just being easy. There's going to be some um, hard times there. You may go through uh, trials and tribulations and things of that nature. But if you get to that point where you think that divorce is an option, why not try to work through that to ensure that you're doing the right things to take care of the family, if you will, to make sure that both individuals are are straight? Because I believe a lot of times it's a lot of miscommunication goes on. People will be quick to jump mm-hmm. uh, towards the word divorce and filing, you know, in court and things of that nature without really sitting down to analyze what the problem may be. And you may find out that the problem may not be as big as it seems, that you may just have to work a little bit harder together on the two becoming one in order to, you know, keep your marriage healthy. Uh, the other side of that is we have to understand that the enemy is at work to try to take apart what God has put together. Mm, so if you're trying to true. live that godly life uh, that God wants you to live and the enemy is trying to tear you apart, you have to understand that the enemy is doing that for a certain reason. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to see your marriage manifest into something that God says it's going to do. He doesn't want to see good food be able to be produced. And he doesn't want to see that good food passed down to your, your, uh, your children. Mm -hmm. And so understand that when that word divorce comes up and we understand that the first word of divorce, the first part of divorce is the word die, which means to divide. Mm -hmm. And so. God is not about dividing. He's all about addition and multiplying. So you have to understand that maybe in that word divorce is not the work of um God that's trying to pull you apart. It's actually the work of the enemy or other individuals that may be trying to pull you apart. And with that, sometimes it's within the couple itself.
2: Mm. So
0: sometimes what we have to do when it comes down to that um divorce topic, you know, individuals involved in that divorce, the the husband and the wife, the ones that decided to get married, have to make a decision as to what we're going to do. And a part of that decision may be taking accountability of what you may be wrong for in the marriage.
1: Mm. And so I was sitting up here thinking when it came to this, I was thinking about the part of wise counsel, wise counsel, Okay, so I am starting to see more and more over the years where individuals do not, for some reason, want to receive any type of help. And I know me and my husband in previous shows that we had, we spoke about some things in some areas in our life where we were really down and we we was like, no, we're good. I got it. We're good. You know, no, we don't need. We were refusing the help that individuals was trying to offer us. So when I think about wise counsel, the question that comes to my mind is, what is considered wise counsel to you? Mm. That's the first thing I think that we need to look at because the first thing we want to do is, of course, first thing come to mind, especially if you grow up in a church, is pastors. Some may think of counselors. No one rarely anymore, from what I see, think about your elders. Mm-hmm. Those who have been married for years, those who are in your very family that could sit down with you and tell you the truth. When I think about wise counsel... I think about someone who is going to be impartial to the situation of what's going on. Someone that is going to be an added benefit, someone that is going to actually help in the situation and not hinder. Oftentimes I think when, when individuals, um, Or couples, if you will, when it comes to marriage, I think what ends up happening is if someone thinks about receiving any type of wise counsel or counseling, let's just say counseling, um, what they'll do is they'll go maybe to one or two sessions. If you go to a counseling session, say, I tried it. Okay, it didn't work. I'm done. But the thing that really gets me is I think deeper with this uh, topic that we're speaking of is I don't understand how it is that when it comes to getting help on something that you you should really desire to want to still be in unless let me give a ca- caveat It's an abusive situation. That's different. You know, the Kings, if you've been listening to us, do not condone any type of abuse of any form in any marriage. Okay. So we're not talking about that because somebody instantly jumped in their spirit and said, well, what about, you know, because I went through this, we're not talking about that. So what we're talking about is those who actually really deep down desire to have their marriage, but their pride is getting in the way. And so, you don't receive wise counsel. But what does wise counsel look like? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Going to your mama may not be wise counsel. Mm, that's a good one. Okay? Now, this is one thing that I can actually say about my mother-in-law, and I have said that several times, is my mother-in-law, even though my husband is the only child, she is um, he is her only child. I'm telling you, mother-in-law, M-I-L, as y'all say for acronyms, she going to tell you what it is. Whether it be my husband's acting up or if I'm acting up, she is going to tell you what it is. When I go and have conversation with my soon-to-be 83-year-old grandmother, or our, let me say our, I'm sorry, 83-year-old grandmother, she's going to tell you what it is. And so the question is this, why do we forsake the wisdom Some people may say this, the first thing as, as counselors that, that we probably hear, I'm speaking for the both of us, I guess, in this case, but baby, you know, let me know if I'm wrong. The first thing people say when it comes to counseling, I don't have money for counseling. Okay. Well, if you go to church, you have a pastor. And I'm not trying to say, because we did do a show at the beginning of last year, you you have to understand who is wise counsel, who is going to be impartial, who's going to speak truth, who's going to work with you in this situation. And you have to understand when you go forth to receive any type of counselor, the person that you go to is not the ones that's going to fix your situation. And that's another thing from a counselor perspective that is something that individuals need to understand. The counselor is not responsible, whether it be, um, uh, actual counselor, pastoral counseling, or you go to an elder in your family. They're not responsible for fixing your situation. The husband and the wife are the ones that's responsible. So I'm going to say right there, just to kind of break this topic down, please don't be so quick to throw the responsibility on somebody else to do the work when it comes to the husband and wife that need to be doing the work.
0: Oh, that's good. That's really good. And one thing that my, my wife was was talking about there Uh, that I want to kind of caveat on is, uh, you know, we have to understand what is important to you. Mm. You know, uh, Matthew, the sixth chapter, the 21st verse says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Come on. So when people, you know, are quick to say, well, uh, we don't have the money to go to counseling and things of that nature. Mm. Well, you know, that money that you spent on that Michael Coors purse could have been money to help save your your relationship. My God, my God. You know, and we have to understand, sometimes we put all of our attention what we want to focus it at. Mm -hmm. If your marriage is important to you, if that is your treasure, then you need to be willing to do what it takes to potentially save your marriage. And we understand there's a lot of situations out there where, divorce may be the right option. That might be
1: the option, But sometimes yes. we
0: don't even weigh our options. We just jump towards divorce because it may be an easy fix. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening a lot of times, you jump out of one relationship uh, instead of trying to fix the problem, and you carry that problem into na- another relationship, and mm. it just becomes a slingy effect. Come on, you just come keep on. bouncing back and forth. Mm-hmm. So we have to understand and we have to ask ourselves the question, what is your treasure? Come if on. your relationship is not your treasure, that's where the problem is probably right off of the bat. Okay. And then the other thing that we have to understand, you have to please understand our heart. Sometimes you just have to put it out there. It's not about sugarcoating or making people feel bad. Drink but it. sometimes some people just don't want to be married in the first place. That's true. And it just came to the light. Mm-hmm. So instead of you trying to work on fixing yourself and fixing the situation, you rather just let it fall by the wayside. And hopefully that, you know, the next time you try it, it gets better.
2: Mm. The
0: other thing that I want to, um, bring to your attention, uh, is this sometimes people are just not aware of the resources that are available. That's true. People are trying to do things on their own and they don't understand, you know, how to fix it, how to go about it. They're just trying to wing it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, a a good example, um, I had an individual that I met one time, he was having some, some car trouble and he said he just did not have the money to take it to the dealership. And I told him, I said, well, you know, they have a craft shop here on the installation. He said, wait, what's that? I said, it's a place you can take your car to. I said, you have individuals down there that are mechanics, they can help you. They will show you how to do things on your car, you know, but then... Um, you know, their limitations. Mm-hmm. And so he was able to go there and get his car fixed. What would have cost him hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in um, going to the dealership. He was able to get there with some other individuals that were mechanics that were working around, learn some things, and they all got together and helped him uh, fix his car. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when you don't know what resources are available, you're just going to try to wing it on your own. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we have to teach individuals what uh, resources are available, mm-hmm. that there are marriage counselors that are available, that you do have the elders, who have you know been married 40 50 60 years that you can learn something from you do have your pastors and things of that nature and once again you know i'm gonna be uh like my wife was saying uh we have to understand what wise counsel is come on we have to be able to have that discernment to know who is really for your marriage and who's not see a lot of people would be quick to push you towards divorce but they're really after your spouse they don't want to see you happy my god Uh, Because they're not happy. So when you think about wise counsel, you really have to sit down and do your homework and let God lead you in the right direction. Because if you get under the wrong counsel, Mm -hmm. they may be counseling you towards divorce rather than counseling you towards fixing your marriage.
1: That is so true. And I'm glad you said that because I'm going to go a little bit deeper, deeper with that. The thing is, you know. I don't get it sometimes. I'm just going to be honest when I say this. And, you know, I generally, I'm not trying to come at anybody, but I, I, as we prepare for the show, we really give some good thought and conversation with it. And so with that being said, we will research things that we are passionate about. So let's say, for instance, when we went through the counseling program. We started in 2017, went through the counseling program. It was not easy. It, amazing program, okay? So we're going to shout out University of Mary Hardin Baylor in Belton, Texas. Yes, amazing program. But the thing is, we had our ups and downs, and it's interesting because it resembled marriage a lot. And in that program even though you're learning how to be an effective counselor and, and you know, UMHB produce some good products and counselors out in the world. And I'm not saying other programs don't, but I'm just speaking from experience is in that program, you find out about yourself. And so the thing is we put more time and effort in researching the things that we want. I brought that up to say this when it came to colleges we're not just going to go and get a student loan or just throw our money at any college just to say that we have a degree. At least most people are not. They're going to ensure that they get a good return on their investment. Come on, somebody. That'll preach right there by sale. We are going to ensure. And so in order for us to do that, we do the research. Okay? Okay. The thing that I often hear husbands and wives do when it comes to counseling is this. Let's say the wife come and she says, well, baby, you know, we've been going through, I found a counselor, blah, blah, blah. And he may say, well, I don't want to go to that counselor because that may be somebody you know, and then it's going to be one-sided and da-da-da-da-da. We can't just agree. Because the thing is, when you go in, you can decide whether or not you still want to go to that counselor or that pastor or whatever. But my thing is, why are we not asking around? Why are we not doing the research, if you will? Because think about it, whomever that you go to for wise counsel is investing in your marriage. It is an investment. So first up, when it comes to wise counsel, ask around ask somebody, you know, you have some people who want to pretend like their lives is all good and everything like you see on social media. Nobody has time for faking when it comes to your marriage. Ask around, Hey, do you know somebody? Cause right now things is a little shaky. You know, marriage has had a ups and downs, but do you know somebody who's a good counselor in the area? Or do you know somebody who's a good you know pastor to go to when it comes to receiving counsel? Or even if you're just taking in nuggets, cause a lot of individuals that are age. They do not have their grandparents that are still living. And so, baby, you best believe when it comes to our 82-year-old grandmother, what? I'm about to ask all the questions because... A lot of the wise counsel lies in that. Now, you can go to any family member, I would say, when it comes to wise counsel. But then again, you still got to be careful. Are they going to be like my husband just said? Where it's like, well, they they bitter, they lonely, they sad, and all this other kind of stuff like that. Look at their fruits. The Word of God says in the Scriptures, I can't stand when I do this, (laughs) but I'm just thinking about Scripture. You shall know them by their fruits. Mm. What is their fruit producing? Cause baby, if they fruit is not producing and maybe it could be an individual who was married and they got a divorce. I use this example all the time and they got a divorce. I sit down and speak with individuals who've gotten a divorce because what I find is a lot that's not immediately trying to jump into another relationship. They're working on themselves. They're working on self and they are mature enough. And that's the thing with wise counsel. It need to be somebody with a mature mindset. They don't always have to be old.
2: Mm, So that's
1: something to think they are mature enough to speak into your situation, whether they've been through a divorce or not. I don't mind talking to somebody who's been through a divorce because I'm asking, Hey, what happened in your marriage? I'm not trying to be nosy because guess what? Me and Chantrell, I don't care if we have been married 22 years. I want to make sure that I don't make some of the same mistakes, even though everybody's situation is different. So I can learn from somebody who's been divorced. I can learn from somebody who went to counseling and didn't work and it resulted in divorce, you know? So so keep an open mindset and do the research is all I'm saying.
0: That's good. Um, and one of the things that I really wanted to try to break down in, in this particular uh, case when you're talking about getting wise counsel when it comes to your marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, we can say that there are marriage counselors. We can say there's pastors. We've got friends. We've got the elders that are there. But, you know, I was always taught as a young man and going through uh, vacation Bible school, being in church, that the Bible stood for basic instructions before leaving earth.
1: Come on, come on. Mm -hmm. And
0: so the problem with us is, you know, when it comes to wise counsel, some of us don't like to receive instruction. Mm -hmm. And so instruction Mm -hmm. is something that you cannot get away from, Proverbs, the fourth chapter, the 13th verse says, Take fast hold of instruction, let her not go, keep her, for she is thy life. Mm. Listen to that last part again, for she is thy life. Instruction is your life. Mm-hmm. Each and every day, you're going to receive some type of instruction from somebody. Whether it's God waking you up in the morning saying, read this scripture or talk to this person, whether it's your boss telling you this is what I need you to get done today in this particular manner, whether mm-hmm. your husband or your wife is asking you to do this, that, and other, you're going to receive instructions on a regular basis. The part that I want to really bring to your attention is, everybody's not the same when it comes to instructions. Mm if you're not willing to read it, you may end up with some spare parts in the end. Come on, A lot of us will buy a grill, uh, a a table, something that we have to put together. We just look at the picture and figure out, uh, oh, yeah, we can figure that out. We can put that together. People do the same thing with marriage. Mm -hmm. They look at what other people and how their marriage may look on the outside, and you figure you can put that picture together. And then when you have screws loose, you wonder why you think your husband and wife got a few screws loose.
1: Come on, come on, come on. Mm -hmm. We have to
0: understand Mm -hmm. that we have to follow instruction, receive instruction, because that is going to help us in our relationships. Mm -hmm. We're not going to all get it right. Right. My wife and I have not always had it right, and we still got issues that we work through now. That's true. But the problem is we're not afraid to receive that instruction, and a part of that instruction is starting off from the Bible. Mm -hmm. The Bible will lay down everything for you and Mm -hmm. let you know this may be the person you need to talk to. This may not be the person you need to talk to. Mm -hmm. This is how much you need to be in prayer. This is how much you need to be giving and things of that nature that will help you out. Mm -hmm. So understand that if you don't read the instructions, your outcome may not be what it looks like on the box. That's true. So if you want to have a happy marriage, you have to be able to read the instructions and apply that. Mm -hmm. The other part of that, once again, the two becoming one, sometimes you may need two people to help put something together. Mm -hmm. If one person is trying to do it all by themselves, then what is the other person doing? They're just sitting back ready to reap the benefits of the item that was put together. Wow. We have to understand what two people become in one – as the verse says in Matthew, that we both need to work together in doing that. And we may understand that when you're given instructions, and let's say somebody instructed you on how to change a tire, you may need to receive the same instruction on how to change your attitude. Mm-hmm. You may get instruction on how to cut grass. You may also need to get some instruction on how to cut ties with certain individuals when it comes to the sake of your relationship, the sake of your marriage. So be willing to receive instruction because instruction may not just save your marriage, instruction can save your life. That is True.
1: That is so true. And when I was sitting up, um, as you were talking, baby, when it comes to receiving instruction, this is the thing. And and me and Kenya have we've spoke this. We didn't receive restruction. We did not receive instruction before we got married, meaning we did not go to premarital counseling. A lot of individuals, especially this day and time, will throw premarital counseling out the window. Why? Because you do not want things to be received, uh, to be, uh, um, revealed, if you will, about yourself before you even get into the marriage. Because guess what? When things are revealed nine times out of 10, that means you got to work on it, right? Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to receiving instruction, which is why a lot of people probably do not receive any type of wise counsel. Again, you don't want anything revealed about yourself, but you would rather get mad at your spouse when your spouse sees certain things within you. Mm -hmm. So instead of me working on myself, then I'm just going to get mad at my husband because he'll bring up some, you know, whatever the case may be. And so what I'm doing is I'm actually, instead of healing within myself, I am projecting my anger onto my husband for some brokenness that is actually within me. So that's why a lot of individuals would rather just throw away that marriage and then go get married again. And then you throwing away that marriage and then you're going to get married again. And nowhere in there have you took time out to get to know who you are. Heal. I ain't saying be perfect, but work on yourself and start healing some things that you know is wrong within yourselves before you start jumping into another marriage. Now, I will tell you this. We did put this question out there. Um, for those of you going forward, if you happen to be on any of the social media platforms that we have, if you see the title that says Grown Folk Conversation, that means that's going to be a, a question where we can conversate. We receive so many responses in reference to our question of the week, and we thank each and every individual who took time out. But it's some responses that make you think, so I'll be reading those throughout the remainder of the show.
0: Okay. And so if you look at 2 Timothy, the third chapter, the 16th verse, it reads, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness.
1: Mm. And so
0: when you look at Proverbs, the 12th chapter, the 15th verse, it says the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. Come on, come on. But he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise, which means you know sometimes when people think they can do it on their own they're looking at it from their own point of view you're not looking at it with other individuals eyes because when you have more eyes on one object you can see things that may not be there other people are seeing things that you weren't able to see Mm -hmm. so sometimes in a relationship you're trying to fix something that you think is the problem when you really let somebody else get on the inside and start looking at things you may find out that's not even it
2: Mm, you're
0: you're digging at a hole for a diamond and you're in the wrong spot you need to be digging somewhere else Mm. Proverbs 11 chapter the 14th verse says where no counsel is the people fall Right, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety so sometimes you got to have more than one counselor Mm. you may have to have your spiritual counselor that is looking over your soul and giving you that instruction from a biblical standpoint but you may need to have a marriage counselor to keep your communication straight to show you how to maybe spice your relationship back up to teach you how to maybe better communicate so it doesn't lead towards that divorce Mm -hmm. and so Proverbs 19. chapter the twenty and the 21st, hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you got to be able to do is hear it. Some of us don't want to hear counsel because we think we got it all together in the first place. Mm -hmm. The second thing is to receive that instruction. Once you hear it, you have to be able to receive it so that you can start putting things into operation, putting things in the place. Mm -hmm. Most people, it's just like they, they used to say back in the day, you know, some of that stuff went in one ear and out the other. You heard it, but you didn't receive it. Come on. Come Sometimes on. you can't receive that blessing because you weren't ready to hear what the person having, And because you didn't receive it, you have not. Mm, and so in the mm, end of mm. that, it said that thou mayest be wise in the latter end. We better get a good understanding as folk. I'm going to say it like as this. Folk. Come as on. folk. As
1: mm-hmm. folk. that.
0: The reason why so many people are wise in their old age is because they were pretty messed up in their young come age. Come on, come on. They oh learned God. some things that made Ooh. them wise to say, I shouldn't do that. Or maybe I should have did this or I got that wrong. Now I'm going to get it right. And now I'm wise in my latter days. Yes. That's why when you hear uh, there was a song by Martha Malusi, I think, that said, uh, your latter... Uh, will be greater than your first. Mm -hmm. The more you go along, the more you learn, the more you trust in God, the more you try to have that best relationship and you receive this counsel and instruction, things tend to get better. That's why my wife and I can look back on some things in our early years and say, you know what, that was pretty dumb.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. We probably shouldn't have said that. We probably shouldn't have did this. We probably didn't make that wise move because we were trying to figure stuff out on our own and block God out of it when we know that there's nothing stronger than that three braided cord. That's true. So receive that counsel that individuals are trying to give you so that maybe divorce is not that big of an option. Maybe you look at that and say, I don't even know why we was thinking about that in the first place. Mm -hmm. Because we have to understand that sometimes it's not you or your spouse that may be pushing you towards divorce. It could be everybody else around you because you're listening to the wrong things that are coming out of people's mouths.
1: Come on, come on. And this is the thing too. When it comes to seeking wise counsel, whether it be Listening to an elder um, or receiving it from an elder pastor or um going to a counselor, it doesn't always have to be a bad thing. You can seek wise counsel for preventatives. Mm-hmm. For example, you know, a lot of us were not taught how to be husbands and wives in our home. A lot of us did not have that example in our home growing up. And so we desire to be married, we desire to change the narrative if we if you will. We desire to be the game changers in our lineage because I know for me, I was like, oh, the devil is a lie. I don't want you know, to be like some of the things that I've seen in my family's past, you know, I am believing that I can have a good marriage. I am believing that, you know, me and my husband can be examples for our children and our future generations and things like that. Because guess what? Family don't want to come around your children. Let's break it down to your kids and your future, you know, grandkids and things like that. If the atmosphere in your home is not good, family do not want to uh, willingly come around. They might force they sell, but if every time they come around is tension in the home because you refuse to go and get help, your pride is in the way, your ego is in the way and things like that, then why do you get mad when the family don't want to show up, meaning your children? And so use it as a preventative. When I have conversation with individuals and not just being a counselor, but just, you know, in general, people that I know when it comes to, hey, well, why did this end up like that with you if you don't mind me asking? People are willing to share. A lot of people are really willing to be forthcoming with the things that they've been through. So that way it can help you. So we need to always, we don't need to always be thinking about seeking wise counsel or seeking any type of counsel only when things get rough. Because guess what? for those of you who have those nice Maybox and Land Rovers and uh, Mercedes Benz and BMWs, Most individuals know when you got to take it to the repair shop, oh, it's going to cost you some money to repair it. So what do you make sure you do? You make sure when that car read, it's time for you to get a service. It's time to get some maintenance done. Get your tail is making an appointment with that dealership to get that expensive vehicle turned in because you are doing preventative measures instead of just running it until the tires fall off. And then you take it to the dealership and they tell you that you basically got to give up up a kidney just to get it fixed so again going back to what my husband said where do your treasure lie is your marriage part of your treasure is your marriage placed as a priority I'm just asking where are you at with that
0: Yeah, and just, uh, you know, to go forth with some of the responses that we got in uh, based off of the question of the day.
1: Let me read the question of the week one more time Mm -hmm. so that way those who are just joining in in the second half can understand. So our question of the week for Marriage Mondays with the Kings is, why do married couples rather divorce than receive wise counsel to help save their marriage? All right.
0: And so uh, one of our listeners, they uh, rolled in and they said both parties have to be willing and ready to do the work of facing their stuff while dealing with the spouse's stuff, and that's a fight. So you are fighting an enemy inside and out. So if the couple do not want to become a team, they just end up fighting each other, but not fighting each other. It won't happen over a couple of sessions. So it won't be a quick fix to undo a lifetime of stinking thinking and unrealistic expectations. Mm, That is a lot. My God. And, and, you know, from our experience, we've seen this at times where individuals come to uh, counseling and what they're expecting is the counselor to fix it. Come on. When really, we're just being a facilitator, if you will, right. and you have to be willing to do that work. Right. You know, uh, it's, it's no different than being in church. You know, we can expect God to do a miracle and he Come can, on. Come but God's going to want you to do something first. You got to have faith in that thing. You got to put some work towards that because faith without works is dead.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so mm-hmm. one other one that I want to read uh, just really quickly, it says, I think sometimes people would rather throw in the towel instead of doing the work that could make things better. It definitely requires both to do the work. So right. they're right there in just two responses. We have to understand that if we receive that instruction, we receive that wise counsel, there's still some work that's going to need to be done.
1: That is true. And the thing is this, if you are going as an as a married couple, if you are going into counseling and or are purposing to receive wise counsel, if you have a negative resistant mindset, it's not gonna work. Mm, yeah. Think about those. We at the beginning of the new year, new year, new me. I ain't heard not one person say that <laughs> after 2020. But with that being said, everybody at the beginning of the year for probably about the first six weeks, maybe through Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. everybody's more so, most people's main focus is to lose weight. You can focus to lose weight, baby. You can go in the gym, but it's not the gym's fault if you don't put in work.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: if you're having a negative mindset about getting up, you got a negative mindset about putting your gym clothes on. You got a negative mindset when you come in the gym. Do you blame the gym when it does not work?
0: Mm, that's good. That's good. That's real good.
1: So my question is and we've said, no, I'm going to make a statement. My statement is place the responsibility where it belongs. And that's why individuals do not want to uh, receive wise counsel or any type of uh, wisdom or counseling for that. Because guess what? You do not, as an individual, want to place the responsibility where it belongs. Because not only will it potentially uncover the issues in your marriage, you got to go deeper. And sometimes what you find out when you go deeper in revealing some things is you find out that your spouse is not the problem. It's the family that you came from. Mm, and it's yeah. the things that you were taught uh, and, and things that you were not taught about marriage mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And so, oh, I don't want to get to blame in my family. I cannot wait until we do next sh- next yeah, week's show. Definitely. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let me stay focused. So I want to read w- um, one or two of the responses, if you will, when we're talking about wise counsel. An individual's Wise counsel holds both parties accountable. Regardless of being right or wrong, wise counsel doesn't see fault, only charts a path to the marriage goal. Oftentimes, when wise counsel doesn't side with the offended party, then wise counsel is not considered wise anymore. Mm -hmm. It's considered a waste of time. Wise counsel charts a path to the marriage goals. However, It's the maturity that accepts. It's the mature one that accepts and apply wise counsel just as it takes maturity to be a husband or a wife. However, we all must accept that not every wedding ceremony has maturity at the altar and marriage is not viewed as a lifelong commitment by both parties. Wow. We're about to end the show on that one, right? Baby, where is the offering play? Come Mm -hmm. on, ushers. You can come forward. For real. My God. I want to reread this. One part. However, we all must accept that not every wedding ceremony has maturity at the altar.
0: Well, wow, that's a good one. That's a good one.
1: Baby, I don't even know what to say yeah, after that it, right there. It may
0: not be at the altar outside the church Jesus. Back at the house. Come on. That, that, that's a good one right there. That's a good and, punch. Yeah. And and you know, one of the things I, I really um kind of got in my mind when I think of counselor, when I think of receiving wise counsel, uh, I kind of go back to um, an individual being a lawyer, and you get people that get themselves into certain situations, and some of them say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to spend all that money on a lawyer. I don't need that. I can do this myself. And one of the reasons why you need a lawyer, or as they call them, a counselor in the courtroom, is sometimes you don't fully understand the laws in the situation that you're in. Yes, that yes. person is more aware of it, and they can advise you mm-hmm. on which way to potentially go. Okay. And so when you think about receiving wise counsel, first of all, you have to be wise enough to know that you don't know everything. Come on.
1: Mm, my guy,
0: You might need someone that they understand marriage a little better. You may uh, have to get with someone that understands how communication works to help you get your situation straight. Mm-hmm. The other thing why it's important to have wise counsel, especially you know when I'm using this uh, analogy of a lawyer, is. Sometimes you representing yourself Cost you more in the end Come on When you could have got off on a ticket Now all of a sudden You got to pay that ticket A fine and do community service mm, uh, Because you tagged a bunch of other stuff on there mm. So sometimes you have to have that representation So it doesn't cost you in the end And because you don't receive r- wise counsel That cost may be your relationship yes. It may be divorce It may be the relationship you have for your children So let's just be honest Sometimes we may agree to get divorced But when it comes to them kids We hold them kids in the middle
1: mm. Mm. And they
0: weren't the ones that asked for that. They're
1: the pawns. You're right.
0: And then the last thing we have to understand is, you know, when you're dealing with law, sometimes you have to be able to file the appropriate paperwork. Mm. If you don't file the appropriate paperwork in the appropriate court, your case may not get heard or you may end up losing that case. Sometimes when it comes to our relationships, we be filing things in the wrong place. Instead of placing something in our hearts and in our minds and start thinking about forgiveness, we place it over there with hatred and start holding on to stuff and we can't let go of it and then when you build up so much the next thing you're fouling is divorce Mm, 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 mm. we need to learn how to foul some forgiveness when it comes to these relationships because nobody is perfect yeah and this is the thing that really gets me come on you knew your wife or your husband wasn't perfect when you married you sure did you saw flaws then and there but this this is the thing that gets me when it comes to fighting for your divorce Uh, fighting your marriage fighting for your marriage Mm -hmm. um We we shoot towards that divorce because we want to throw all those things out there that we pick out that is bad, Mm -hmm. but how much of that can we put on the scales and say, look, maybe the good can outweigh the bad. Mm -hmm. Nobody is perfect. No one has got it all together. I don't know why my husband reacts this way. I don't know why my wife reacts this way, but if you take the time to sit down and get that wise counsel, Mm -hmm. to get to know each other at a deeper level than what you think you do, you may find out that the good really does outweigh the bad in some situations. Yeah, And then the thing about it is, you know, they used to say an old saying, you don't throw the baby out with the bath water. water. Mm -hmm. That's what some of y'all are doing. Mm -hmm. The bath water, you've used it. Listen to what I'm saying. You've used it. You throw that out. You don't throw yourself out with it. Come on. So what you have to understand is once that dirt has been washed away and you've got dirty water, you throw that out so that you can use the bowl to keep recleaning yourself. Mm -hmm. In relationships, in your marriage, you're going to be constantly cleaning things. To hold on to that marriage. Don't throw the marriage out just because the the the, the marriage got dirty one time. Mm-hmm. Everybody makes mistakes. We all have problems and things. The problem is how do we move forward and fix it? And a part of doing that is wise counsel.
1: That is true. And so I'm going to say this and then I'm going to um, read a couple of more responses as we have a little bit more time left. We have to understand when it comes to the marriage, it takes two. It takes the both of you. And so I will say this, going in, I'm going to need individuals to know right now, there may be a possibility God can do, I'm going to say that, where you have one individual who wants the wise counseling, who wants some type of counseling, you have your spouse who does not. To me, that mirrors what your marriage may look like coming in the door because it tells me that that means one of the spouse, one of the individuals in the marriage is carrying the weight of the marriage, and I think that's horrible. When you come into a marriage, and like my husband said, some of you all knew that before you even came into the marriage. A lot of individuals came into the marriage because you felt that you could change the person. Mm. Oh, I can change this. You wait till we get married. Things is going to change. And what you come to find out, even when people told you, wise individuals told you, now you don't want to marry him or you don't want to marry her because they not ready. Everybody and their mama, Jesus probably came down and touched you on the shoulder and said, nope, that is not the one for you. But you didn't want to listen because guess what? This is what I see. Individuals take their pride going in. Because when everybody around you is in agreement, hello, somebody, and tell you that is not the, nope, that joker, they may be your wife in the future or they may be your husband in the future, but they got some work to do on themselves before you say, I do. So it's like you take your pride going in because you don't want to listen to wise counsel. And because you don't want to listen to wise counsel, you take your pride going out. Mm-hmm. Come on, somebody. So let me go ahead and read, um, I've try to get in at least a couple of more of these statements. For the question of the week that we put out there. So, one individual says in response, The foundation. It's an assumption that folks who choose divorce haven't sought and received wise counsel. Personally, I've gone through therapy with um, pastors, counselors, and mentors. Each set in their own way could see we never should have got married. It wasn't ordained and not compatible. A more thorough suggestion would be to seek wise counsel before making such an important commitment and then be wise in how you move forward based on your insights. And that is so true. That goes back to that premarital counseling that we was talking about. Go ahead and get that out the way in the beginning so you can make a a right choice in how to move forward or even if you should be getting married at that time. Another individual says this. It's hard to get outside help, especially when you've been living lives that look good to everyone else. Mm. Dang, that's just the first sentence. But we need to break the cycle of Facebook slash Instagram lives and really be true to ourselves. When people need help, we need to be a listening ear of true friends. That, mean, that meaning don't say what the friend wants to hear. And if you can't be a hand to help, you're not a true friend. Also, there's a stigmatism that counselors can't help usually because they're not saying what you want to hear, but rather what you need to hear. Mm. I think I'm done with this show. No, that's a good one. These are some grown up mature responses yes, right it, here. Yes. Come on
0: God, that's a good one <laughs> well so, you know, just moving on when you think about reasons that individuals choose uh divorce instead of wise counsel um I remember when I was in high school um i I think it was junior high uh we had a choir um class that I took uh just an elective that I needed, and at the beginning of every um Class, we had to gather around the piano, and uh, the piano player, the teacher would give us the notes, and we would sing. You remember what those notes words they used to have? You sing when you warm up your voice?
1: La 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 and la then, la. And then yeah, la, and then there was another one. Do re mi so fa la
0: and, and, and then that me 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 me. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the reason why some of y'all <laughs> right there are choosing divorce over your marriage because it's all about me. My, my God. It's me, 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 me. You're Mm. focusing on everything that you want in the relationship and everything that you need to do instead of the things that you have to do for your spouse because both of you are supposed to be a help meet. Mm. You're working with one another. Mm -hmm. When it's all about you, yeah, divorce may be inevitable. Mm. So you may need to rethink and reshape your mindset of what you're doing because everything can't be your way. Come on. And then when you look at that when I was uh, giving you scriptures earlier and I was telling you about the way of a fool Is right in his own eyes, when you're only seeing things from your standpoint, you're Mm. missing out on all the other good stuff that could be there.
1: My God.
0: We have Mm. to get to that Mm -mm. point where we understand truly in our heart that marriage is not about one individual coming together with another individual to build a big house and get cars and raise kids. It's all about the two becoming one because when the two become one, all those other things are added to you. That's true. So check yourself in that to say, what is the real reasoning behind individuals getting divorced? And a lot of it is it's, its not about a person can't get along with this person or they said this or they cheated this, that and other. Sometimes the real problem is just you. Mm, you can't mm, deal mm, with mm. some of the things that you're going through. You want things your way. And because somebody won't fall in line with you, you're quick to run and get in line to file divorce papers.
1: My God, my God. Look. I don't even want to... I don't even want to end this show. Like, Mm. I wish this show was an hour and a half. (laughs) Because it is so good and it is so true. Baby, okay, so let me ask this question. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. You know, we've already had these shows and different things like that. So, say... Because um, some of the responses, there were individuals who they did get a divorce. The marriage ended in divorce. The marriage was toxic. Mm-hmm. They they went to counseling. They tried to, you know, put up with it for as long as they could, you know, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and things of that nature. So being that I'm your second wife, I know you had mentioned before that, you know, in your first marriage you all did you know, get counseling and different things like that. And it still ended in divorce. Mm -hmm. What would you share for individuals because you have been married, divorced, you received counseling, you did the things, you were in church, you know, got remarried. We've been married 22 years. What would you share for individuals in a transparent moment before we close out like words of encouragement or things of that nature since you've been down that road?
0: I I would say this, you know, um, Every marriage is not going to be the same. Mm -hmm. And, And in my case, you know, it was just a lot of different things there that just did not line up. Uh, I I won't lie, we were both kind of hot-headed in times. We were both uh, doing wrong. And really, I just came to the consensus with the help of wise counsel uh, to realize, and I remember these words like it was yesterday. An individual told me if a person isn't helping you, they're hurting you. Mm -hmm. If they're not helping you to move forward, they're causing you to move uh, backwards or they're causing you to become stagnant and stagnant water stinks. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: so I really just had to do a self-evaluation and and come to the the terms that, hey, you know, this is not – where um i'm supposed to be this is not um the life that i wanted and i just made up my mind to to go with it from there Mm -hmm. now with that being said you know uh, someone had said in one of the comments, you know, both individuals have to take accountability. And I had to realize there were some things in that relationship that I had to take accountability for. And I'm just going to be open and honest. In the mm-hmm. beginning, when it came to our marriage counseling, I was not one for it. Mm-hmm. And the reason behind that is that we tried that. And the minute we walked through the door and sat down, the individual that was a counselor was, like, okay, what did you do? talking to you to me right Mm -hmm. off the bat like Mm -hmm. the man was at fault so that put a bad taste in my mouth about counseling until i got further along in my years remember we said that your ladder is going to be greater Mm -hmm. yeah once i got older down the line i really see how um counseling could have been uh beneficial Mm -hmm. uh but i can't say that it probably would have changed anything because it was just too many different dynamics that worked there um for that, you know, particular marriage to, to work out. Yeah. Uh, I will also tell individuals this: give yourself uh, some credit. Okay. You know, everybody's got problems. Mm-hmm. Don't take all that weight of the world on you if your marriage did not work out. Mm. Uh, for those individuals that may be going through something right now, we are in twenty twenty one. I'm just going to give you. I, I'm not going to say it's a prophetic word. I'm not a prophet or anything of that nature, but I'm just. Telling you what I see and what God speaks to me. Okay. If you came through 2020 in your marriage, oh, you done built up some stuff there that can get you through 2021. We've got some individuals that have lost jobs and you had to start making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to make it work. We had individuals that had to be waiting around for stimulus checks to get from one end of the spectrum to the other. We had individuals that were losing family members and loved ones. You couldn't attend funerals and and things of that nature. And all the while, you were able to stick that out. Because remember, in our our vows, a lot of us said, for better or worse, through thick and thin, through sickness and in health. All that good stuff. 2020 was like a test on some marriages. And I'm telling you, if you're barely holding on by a thread now, give yourselves the credit because you're still holding on.
1: Come on. Come on. And so let's
0: move into 2021 in a manner knowing that we were able to. Yes. In 2020, Mm. even if your marriage did not make it through 2020, Mm -hmm. in your next relationship, if you decide to go that route, can you take some things that you learned from that relationship and say, I'm not going to go down that route again. This is the way I would want my relationship to be. Get help and get to know yourself before you jump into another Precisely. Yes, definitely. (laughs) And, you know, it, it gets me because sometimes we receive that instruction and we don't listen. And then when something bad happens, the first thing we're crying is for someone to help. That's true. And Mm -hmm. I remember I I was in Boy Scouts a number of years ago, and we were uh, at a scout camp. And one of the first things they told us from a safety standpoint was don't mess with the wildlife. Mm. And we had an individual that saw a snake go across um, the trail that we were at, and he was like, oh, I'm going to catch him. And he caught the snake and was playing with him. He walked towards me, and I wasn't a big fan of snakes. And hey, bro, I'm going to need you to back up with that. I don't play with snakes. And so he was like, oh, you know, I wouldn't go do anything. And so he decided that he was going to let the snake go. And then he realized, oh, I know how to catch him. Now I don't know how to let it go. Mm. And so we were telling him, get a forked stick. Put the snake on the ground, still holding his head. Let somebody put the snake, uh, the fork stick behind his head and then just stand up, let him go. And then we release the stick. He didn't want to do that. He thought he can just throw the snake forward. And when he did, the snake kind of latched on to uh, his arm, his tail around his arm. And when the snake came back, he got him right in the, in the wrist. Automatic snake bite. Mm. And so that's what we do a lot of times when it comes to not listening to individuals. We pick something up when people are telling us not to. And then when we get bit, now we want everybody to help us. Mm. So what do we take from that? Listen to wise counsel. You don't have to get bit. Leave a snake alone. If they crawl and let them go on about their business, if they come after you, run. Right. But we have to be able to receive that wise counsel. And then the other thing that I'll tell you here as we get ready to kind of wrap this up is we have two ears on the side of our head. Mm -hmm. We have one mouth. Uh, people have said it a million times before You know That's why God gave us two ears We need to spend more time listening Than we do talking mm-hmm. All too often what I've seen I'm not sure about my wife Individuals come into counseling Or I've had soldiers that have come to me uh, Talking about marriage issues They want to do all the talking And they don't want to listen mm. If you can't listen, you can't receive If you can't receive, you can't put anything into action If you can't put anything into action You can't act to save your marriage
1: mm, That is so true And so we about to get ready to close out But I want to say this we're not promoting divorce um, and marriages as, as counselors will say this marriages end in divorce. Sometimes mm-hmm. it does happen.
0: It's just reality.
1: And, and from a church perspective, you always hear God hate divorce, God hate divorce, God hate divorce. And that's scripture, but it's also scripture that God has given provision for divorce mm-hmm. in certain si- situations as well. So get into your word, but uh, Mr. King, go ahead and close this out. Right?
0: All right. And then our thought of the week comes from Confucius and it reads a fool is good counsel, but a wise man takes it to heart.
1: Wow. And so Marriage Mondays with the Kings is brought to you by Hope, which is a space for all veterans and their loved ones to come and feel like they are appreciated and understood. And so if you want me, uh, more information about Hope, please go to their website, www.hopeveteranstrong.com and keep in mind that they are not a mental health service. You will have to contact your local VA or other resources for that. Then we have Christian himforce Force slash Inspiration, which is a group that's designed to uplift, inspire. Bring Humor to Everyday Life in a Christian Way. If you're on the social media, please simply go and search them out on Facebook at ChristianHumor forward slash inspiration. So we're going to do something a little different next week. Generally, when it's a federal holiday here in the United States, the Kings are off. But we've made the decision to be on mm-hmm. next week. And with that being said, we know it's Martin Luther King next Monday. We are going to be doing our show live via Facebook and YouTube our title is when my, our message is or topic when my title is more important than my marriage.
0: Oh, y'all ain't going to want to. Y'all miss ain't ready
1: one. for this. Mm-mm. When my title is more important than my marriage question of the week. Why do some individuals invest more time in ensuring their title is in good standing, but not their marriage. Oh. So please feel free to communicate with us. If you have any marriage questions or topics by contacting us on the contact tab on our website at Kings. We pray this show that it has been a blessing to you and that it will continue on conversation for positivity and change. So thank you so much for joining us. And we ask that you will be back with us next Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And as always, keep it locked right here on KRGN 98.5 FM. The The Rock. Rock.